what happens if you're not a fan of college football and you see a bunch of people walking around with these red A's, but you really like um, colonial American literature, and you're like, man, there's a lot of adulterers around here. <laughs> That's the thing about Bama, baby. We all adulterers. We've got scarlet letters everywhere. <laughs> Exactly, baby. We the scarlet letters. I thought you were going to be like, people who, you see all these people with A's and you really like the letter A. And you're like, I want one of those shirts. A is a great letter, isn't it? It's the first one. They're like, let's come up with some letters. A, love it. What are we doing next? B, even better. Thank you. You are a master at your craft. And by the end, they're getting like... Oh, no fucking cue. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. Yeah, I'm talking about a load. A load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about... Happy birthday to you. Oh, no. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. He to the B. L- Wait, he, the B to the L. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I like the first one. He to the B to the L A K. It's E, the Blake Tanner. Oh, that was good. That was, oh, that was a creative mastery that could only come from you. And yes, that's the S, Scotty Moore. Yeah, baby, what's up? I'm joining the Quarter Century Club today. Yeah, you're a, what was the phrase you used, Quarter Centennial? The Quarter Centennial. Oh, man, that makes us sound more badass. We're quarter centennials, baby. Yeah, we've spent a quarter of a century on this planet, and it's only gotten worse. That makes it sound like we're aliens, though. We are the quarter centurions. Please mm. welcome us to your planet. Actually, no, I want to go home. No, <laughs> please, no, do not let us here. You don't. <laughs> no, no, that's I... what it is. We are the quarter centurions. Welcome us to your planet. I mean, we can, but dude, you don't. Nah. You just don't, man. You don't want to be here right now. Yeah. It ain't good. We're... <laughs> I, I just want to Howard the Duck myself into this <laughs> world and then leave. Take take us to your leader. Oh, no, definitely not. Absolutely not. Oh, you don't want that. No, no, sir. I'm sorry. Actually, go- he's coming right now. Please get back in your ship and go. I don't understand what you mean. Where is your leader? All I see is this pigeon head. I don't know how I know what a pigeon is. is. Pigeon head man coming towards. Is oh. he the giant walking tangerine? Is that who he is? I don't know how I know what a tangerine is. Either. No, we have tangerines on our planet. It's alright. <laughs> They're space tangerines. They're absolutely <laughs> delicious. I love them. Oh yes. By, by comparison, your tangerines are actually bird droppings. Yes. Oh man. Blake, I feel like I just saw you, buddy. I know, right? It's only... Like, it was a few hours ago that you were trying to get me to come see the Teen Titans movie, which I sadly had to miss because I had to do what? a birthday dinner, because we are recording on my actual birthday. Can I just say, I think it was uh, I think it was an act of fate, because I asked you to go see this movie on, like, Monday, and you didn't reply. So I thought, oh, he doesn't want to see it, so it'd be a good goof for B.S., if I just threaten Blake into seeing this movie over and over again. And then you were like, oh, wait, no, I do want to go see that movie. It's going to be good. And I was like, well, fuck, now I have nothing to use for BS. And then today you came back with, wait, no, I can't. Actually, no, your exact quote was, I think it was yesterday, I can't do it because I forgot something important. I forgot oh. it was my birthday today. I do not want to let this slide. I forgot about my own birthday. You genuinely forgot that man who honestly will occasionally f- not forget the fact that I'm introducing him on a podcast <laughs> proves his forgetfulness once again with forgetting that his birthday is today. 
It's like, and I knew that my birthday was happening a couple weeks ago. It's just forgot exactly when it was. And then I got to the beginning of this week and, huh, something important's happening, isn't it? I'm, oh, I'm going to see a show later this week. No, I got D&D this week. That's, that's probably got to be it. The other day, uh, my mother sends me a text and she's like, so what do you want to do for your birthday? And you were like, go see Teen Titans Titans. Go with my best friend Scotty Moore. And she said, no, fuck that. We're going to make you eat cake until you can't feel. Just can't feel anymore. And I really cannot feel anymore. I've eaten so much. You and I, we went and had dinner at Outback. Now look here, Blake. And I I died. I made a, I just want to make a, take a quick detour on the Outback oh. Express because I made a specific request to you and it was for the love of God don't, uh, the Blooming Onion is like heroin you try to step away and not touch it but don't, like if it's near oh. you it will go in your belly no matter how hard you try oh it is the dragon that you are chasing <laughs> exactly Um, I actually, I I was playing with the idea of doing your intro this week as, and the man that I knocked screaming out of ketosis into the solar <laughs> system, Scotty Moore. What's bad is I put it in my app, eating an entire half of a bloomin' fucking onion, and the app was like, oh yeah, you're not that far out of ketosis, you should be fine. Like, because with keto, you have to eat like less than 30 carbs. Oh Yeah. I was only like at 70 carbs, so I was pretty proud. I was like, well, damn. Yeah, because like the longer you go, the slower that you can increase the amount of carbs you eat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's only been a week, so no, fuck you. It's not, Uh it was not a good point. But yeah, no, I've got the onion sweats, and it may be because I've got this light on me, but it may also be that blooming onion just coming back in my system like, hey, buddy, you fucked up, didn't you? Oh, I got all that going on. Also, like... All that sodium. Oh, yeah, the sodium was... Well, the thing that... I told you this. The thing that saved me in ketosis is the fact that the blooming onion is essentially a fat bomb that someone (laughs) shoved some onion into. Oh, yeah. Actually, my brother, he won't even eat the onion bits of the blooming onion. He just peels the skin off. Now, well, once you get to the end and have devoured it like a ravenous animal as we do, there are just bits of that laying around the plate, and I always just kind of scramble that up and shove that into my waiting maw. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to gather these taste bits. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we we had some lovely Outback. The meal was... I mean, if I could describe the meal, it was nothing but me attempting to beg you to see Teen Titans go. That was it. That was the whole meal. And meat. And also meat, which, oh god, the meat. And then afterwards, I don't know how we got onto the subject of it, but we just started talking about candles, and you were like, you were like, yeah, but there's not a cool candle store near me. And I'm like, there's a Yankee candle right behind us. And thus the two grown men, one of whom is like in this edgy, kind of cool baseball tee with a scarf on, round sun, looking like edgy teens. Went to sniff candles for a while. You goddamn right we did, and it was amazing. My favorite moment of the entire thing was when I walked over, and apparently they have, like, this... It's this set of, like, eight candles that are just labeled 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and it's like, take the sm- personalized <laughs> smell personality yes. test. Your favorite I- scent will determine your personality. And I was just like, oh, Blake! We have to take the scent personality test. At which the the attendant, the only person in the store, she came over and helped us with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, my favorite was the fact that I think it repeated. Because I got the optimist because I chose, like, number eight or whatever. But I went through, number four was also the optimist. I don't know if they really care that much. They're like, uh, four, optimist, eight. Optimist, I guess. Didn't we already use Optimist? No, fuck it, I don't care. It doesn't really matter anymore. This is... This is nothing for people who have nothing to do but sniff candles. Yeah. I I realized something, too. Like, 
This is why we like vape shops, is it's nothing but like going around and being like, ooh, that's lovely. Ooh, that one's very nice. But this is like the grown up edition of fucking uh, sniffing, of going to a vape shop is going to a candle store. Oh, it's all about those good smells and those good tastes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Although I don't, to... I don't think you should drink candles. No, don't drink candles or vape candles. And then, of course, we went to the Hot Topic, which I think had one square foot of walking space dispersed throughout that entire fucking store. Hot Topic has changed a lot since we used to go and actually enjoy ourselves there. At this point, I feel like it's a, um, I don't know what you'd call it. It's a Fungo Pop distributor. That's about it. Exactly. There are other other Hot Topics that are very, very nice and fun to walk around in. (laughs) The one in the Galleria in Birmingham, Alabama, though, is so condensed. It is a dense store. It's so very tiny. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, speaking of, like, grown-ups and little kid things, like, I've... I think I've come up with something, and I think it's gonna be a money-making idea. Because one of my friends came over, uh... I, I came over, went over to one of my friends' house the other day, and their girlfriend was just walking around the house and then i see her just dart across the ground like a fucking specter like just float and i'm like what the fuck and then i look down and she's wearing heelys and through a little bit more probing i realize there are adult heelys blake tanner oh god which leads me to this what has happened the only time I wear shoes is at work, and I need to wear kind of like business casual shoes. So, Heelys, I ask of you, make some biz cash Heelys. So I could just be like walking into like a fancy restaurant and like, ah, come with us to your table. Of course, sir. I, I've always been curious because I've never actually owned a pair of Heelys. Yeah. Do you just, like, press a... Is it just, like, a a spy thing where you press a button and the wheel pops out? Or do you have to pop the wheels in? You have to pop the wheels in? And apparently, from what I've seen, wheels are always there. Wheels are never not there. You just gotta be careful while walking. Oh, no. But I am contemplating getting me a pair before I go to Dragon Con because of all the fucking walking. And I would love to just be like... All right, going to see Voltaire. Whee! The only only problem is there are a shit ton of hills, and I know I wouldn't be able to do it going up, and I know going down it, I would die. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, high-fiving people the whole way until I crash. Into a group of cosplayers. Healy Dan is here! Yeah! Oh, God, that's totally our band name. Healy Dan. He- oh... I love that name, though. We are Healy Dan. We play. It's like Steely Dan style music, except it's centered around millennials. So it's like that slow, soft rock, but it's also just like, Why are you on my friends? I made no list. And that's (laughs) it. That's the whole thing. I don't want you to poke me again. Quit poking me. Ha ha, he has a MySpace. I got a new Snapchat filter today. No, that one would be like the slow jam. Yeah. Got a new Snapchat filter today. It was the crying face. And now I got a puppy dog. Wait, what? Oh, for the filter. I thought you meant they just bought a puppy dog and that was a separate subject. Oh, no, we really bought a puppy dog. And then we put the puppy dog filter on the puppy dog's face and it looked bad. I did the I did the face swap with the puppy dog, and I had a dog face, rough, rough. <laughs> but then I got home, and I was alone because my girl left me, and I put that filter to use. <laughs> I put that filter to use. I got big, sad eyes. She told me I spent too much time with the Snapchat filters and not with her. And I said, baby... Why don't you do a face swap with me? 
Uh, my favorite thing about this segment is how much it's proving we don't know what a single fucking Steely Dan song sounds like. Oh, I do know plenty of Steely Dan songs. I could just never mimic the style of Steely Dan doing the songs that we're doing. Or um, just, I don't want to mimic the musical stylings of Steely Dan for our new band, Healy Dan. Dan. How many can I... I think I could only name two off the top of my head. And that's Bodhisattva and, um... The fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Bodhisattva, would you take me by the hand? Show me the shine in your Japan. The sparkle of your China. Bodhisattva, so Bodhisattva. So wait, I like to think Steely Dan were all sitting around in their studio and we're like, all right, everyone say a syllable. Bo. All right, Greg, you're up next. D. Okay, I've got saw. Fda. Fda. Okay, that's kind of two, but it's all right. You can have that one. That's our new song, Bodhisattva. You you know what a Bodhisattva is, though, right? No, what is that a word? Yes, a real word. It's a it's a Buddhist thing. It's somebody who has reached uh, complete enlightenment and transcended beyond the mortal realm, but has been sent back to help others reach enlightenment. The, uh, that's why, like, that's, and that's, the Dalai Lama is, um, a bodhisattva to, in the Buddhist religion. Now, here's why I did not associate the Buddhist religion with this. It's because it's a fucking steely dance song. <laughs> it's just like, you remember that Jimmy Buffett song about the War of 1812? No, I don't, because he's Jimmy Buffett, and there's no reason for him to write that. I would fucking love if Jimmy Buffett got into writing historical songs. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, 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 no. This would be comp- combining two of the greatest musicals of all time, Escape from Margaritaville, and of course, Hamilton. Uh, there's already enough crossover in writing talent, so we're good. That's fine. It'll work. Just come on. I said my name is Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> now we're moving on now. It's all about the Lincoln Town. <laughs> Lincoln Town. That would Lincoln be the name Town. of the movie, Lincoln Town. Oh my god, I would pay money to see Lincoln Town every night. Give Lincoln Town to me now, please, James Buffett. Actually, no, we need to copyright Lincoln Town. <laughs> okay, so it's Lincoln Town. The musical styling is going to be similar to Jimmy Buffett if we can't get Jimmy Buffett. And it's just like, there was a man who was upset with old Lincoln. And he went to go and see a show one day. And he looked up in that booth. And he smiled with that golden tooth. And then he pulled out a gun and blew old Lincoln away. And his name was Booth, too. His name was Booth. His name, that's like, the the chorus of the song is all wordplay around it. His name was Booth. He was in a booth and he shot Lincoln away. His name was Booth, he was in a booth, and he's not with us today because he killed the president. That was also over a hundred years ago. That is a secondary reason why he is not here anymore. But this isn't the story about him, at least until halfway through. It's all about this man with the top hat. His name was Honest Abe, and he was a baby made to be president, president of the USA. President of the USA! This is not Jimmy Buffett style. It's getting close. Like we're, a, we're, vi- we're vibing into Chesney territory pretty close now. True, true. Actually, if we can't get Buffett, can we try to get Ch- Kenny Chesney? He freed the slaves away again in Lincolnville. <laughs> oh. And yes, the Civil War was about slavery. Please don't, don't forget tr- that. No one forget that. Take that flag down. 
He's just staring at someone who's clearly from, like, Mississippi in the audience. He's like, I know what you've got on the back of your car. It's not pride. It's offensive. Do, 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 do. I died for that. That's what the whole fucking, like, he's got a whole song dedicated to tearing down the rebel flag. Is it, if it's not good enough, if it's bad enough for Leonard Skinner to stop using it, you shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, um, the president of the Confederacy, uh, Jefferson Davis. He comes in and he plays, like, the King George role where he oh, has, okay. like, two or three songs. And he pops up every now and again. Now, of course, uh, the opposite. What I liked about those songs is they were very typical musical, which was like a very nice uh, differentiation between America, which had the nice hip hop stylings. Mm-hmm. So, what is our boy singing that is the polar opposite of Jimmy Buffett music? I guess, like. You're right, it is Leonard Skinner, Blake. Yeah, You're it's right. Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Comes out, bend it. Sweet home Alabama. No. Where our first capital was. And then on the other side, there are people from Alabama current who are just like, We're not proud of that that much. If you could not bring that up, it'd be great. Actually, most of them are. Shh, dude, don't. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start like a pro Alabama campaign. That way, people are like, oh, they're cool. They have cool people there. They're cool. Yeah. We just have to work. Like I think it's self fulfilling prophecy. I think the world is like it's full of angry racists, and then like all the angry racists around the world are like, oh, we found our mecca, and then they move. Oh no, that would be the worst. And then they go to Birmingham, and they're like, wait. And then we send them to Mississippi. That's what it is, man. Like, I don't want to tear down another state just to build up ours. You don't have to. Mississippi's already a screaming pile of rubble. Yeah, I feel bad. I I feel bad when that gap in the giant map of the U.S. appears. I'm sorry to anyone who lives in Mississippi. Why does the U.S. map have a buck tooth? Well, uh, we lost one of the states, so now it's just got a gap there. Yeah, we Bugs Bunny style sawed Mississippi off. And just sent it off. Mississippi, we're so sorry. You've it, got nice casinos. Yeah, it crashed into Cuba. There is a huge war going on right there now. It is fantastic. You should watch it. Oh, man. And speaking of watching it, Blake, do you know there's people watching this now? Wait, really? No. Oh, no, no, well, no, fuck you. I was just saying, they're watching us, and I want to tell them to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS and donate and support the BS boys right here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go and support every BS network program from fight boys to opposite attractions, every single one of them. And of course you get perks, you get access to our exclusive discord, you get shouted out every single week on the show. Like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Miss Jenny Side, like Scott Moore, like our brand new patron, Gazi, who, uh, big fan of Fight Boys, but he donated, uh, to all of the networks. So, thank you, Gazi. You're fantastic, my boy. And if you want to be like him, Ruby do. I want to be like you. Abe Lincoln wants to walk like you. <laughs> Talk like you. Oh no, hold on, by the I don't want to go back into this well too quickly, but I do love the idea of fucking um the leader of the Confederacy being like King Louie from fucking the jungle buck. Oh <laughs> I'm the king of the South man, the jungle VIP. Patreon.com slash a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Now Blake, before the sh- in fact this was actually yesterday. You sent me a link, and I have worked hard not to click on this shit. <laughs> because let me let me look back, look look at this really quick. The title is in fact "Yellow Dino Pedo Hunter." Yep. Yellow Dino. They didn't even come up with a name. It's just Yellow Dino. This was linked on Reddit the other day, and I could not. 
resist putting this out in the world even more. All right, let me just make sure everyone at home can see what we're looking at here. Currently, I got a black screen, but fuck, I guess let's just get into it. Yeah, I'm... Hey there! Oh, I'm oh, no. Nope, uh, two seconds in, I'm gonna have to stop that right away. Hey there! He sold these King Louie! I just... Look at this boy! He's so... He's a large yellow dinosaur with very big sunglasses. And his name's just Yellow Dino. Alright, let's just try it again. Hey there! Yellow Dino here! You're about to see a show for parents and children about okay. tricky people! Alright, there he is. Tricky people! We go... This is... I'm, Blake, can we get this guy to be the fucking leader of the Confederacy in our movie? Oh, damn right he needs to be. Yellow Dino just comes out and is like, These people try to take away our rights to own slaves! Yellow Dino, oh. no, please don't. And you know, I... For a little bit later, I know exactly who we can get to play um, Abraham Abe? Lincoln. Abe? Okay. Alright, let's keep going. Wondering who tricky people are? Well... To put it bluntly, right. they're people who want to harm children. Tricky, 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 tricky people. Everywhere you look, it could be another tricky person. Tricky, tricky people. I, I put this show on here today. Didn't I oh. just miss your mom? Oh, hold on. The president has asked me to take a media accountability survey. I can't pass this up. Oh, no. Wait, what? Um, I was just asked by a YouTube ad. Certified website of President John Donald J. Trump. Certified. The F and the I are very close together. That's very weird. All right. So, okay, I'm sorry. I gotta... Is this motherfucker about to clothesline the pedophile? Oh, he does. What? Oh, hey, so oh you just wait. Yeah. He chokes him out. out. Oh, something subtle like asking them for directions? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait. Not the old, I've got some puppies in my car routine. Yellow Dino fucking shit up. I'm an upstanding citizen. Yeah, hold it. Uh, oh, I'm digging this music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I don't like this. I don't, oh, my God. Oh, it's even worse. I paused at the worst possible moment because I was just going to talk about like this weird photo shoot of over-sexualized like young children and as soon as I pause, I pause on this creep grabbing this girl by the arm. Oh yeah. What the fuck? You get your hands off. <laughs> Yellow Dino just busts up. He busts up. Oh yeah. Oh the weirdest thing, and we're going to get to it in a second, is he asks for the pictures. Wait, what? Yeah. Yellow Dino does? Yeah. Are you okay? Did, did he... God, <laughs> Yellow Dino is so imposing of a figure. He's so strong. He's a powerful motherfucker. He looks like the Terminator. Get out of my office. I want Carmen's pictures. What are you talking about? The pictures! What the fuck is... I don't know what Carmen told you, but there are no pictures. Give me the pictures! Give me the combination, Charming. Figure it out. You big stupid lizard. You think you're so smart. Well, you can't what watch the them all the time. What Nobody is this? Can. What the like me normal adult better than you giant <laughs> dinosaur in fun costume you there we me? go you're no better than me you're no better than I'm me you're you a fucking pedophile blake what have you shown me oh no and it immediately goes to a chris hansen video 
Now that's all fair, f- fine and good, but yeah. I think that, um... Oh no, is there more? Please, don't do more to this to me. No, however, this is also another public servant, um... Who oh no. Needs to be in, um... Our Abraham Lincoln musical. Hey, Tibbs, could you bring that up? Yeah, that all one right. right there. Okay, so Tibbs is now sending this to us through the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm already scared. And we... What the... Oh, this is um, a lot worse quality than the last one was. Oh, it is about floppy disks, so don't you worry. It's old. Alright, let's look at this. Um. Okay. It's the World Wide Web. The future of information. I was waiting for Yellow Dino to just be like, Hey, kids! Hey! Hey there, Kevin. What's going on? Oh, hey, Neil. Hold on, wait a minute. You can't get away with this, Blake Tanner. This is a Neil Cicerego video. You cheater. I don't know what you're talking about. This is definitely a Neil... I'm still going to watch it, but this is definitely a Neil video. ...install that new World Wide Web thing in the computer today, and I still can't figure it out. I like that you think that. I mean, it might be the fact that... Hold on, let me get to it. Cyberspace? Don't you watch um, the news? There's this boy. But, oh, oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, that's Neil. That's Neil Cicerega. This was made in 1992. You're a fucking liar, Blake Tanner. No. Nope. You're a giant. His name is Neil in the video. He says, hey, Neil. Neil Cicerega would have been nine years old when this was released. It's, it's not. Damn it, Blake. Okay. So let's watch this. I am 100% serious about this. I love the man, but that is not Neil Cicierga. You're a fucking liar, and I know it. You know, come to think of it, I have heard about the World Wide Web. Hmm, yeah, hey, oh, know. this guy that talks like Neil Cicierga? Wait, hold on, I see the confusion. Blake, it's the guy standing up in the glasses, not the one sitting down. Oh, no, I know. It's, I know what Neil Cicierga looks like. He looks a lot like Neil Cicierga. It's the one that's clearly Neil Cicierga I'm talking about. Just a few minutes ago, I ran into the tech guy. He told me to The give one you that's this. also talking like Neil Cicierga. Hey, maybe that disquette will get us started <laughs> on this computer. Oh, I sure hope so. Let's check okay, it out. What? What? Hold on. <laughs> what was that? What? Aww, come on. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> Whoa! What the? <sighs> what the? MC Webmaster. World Wide Web. Yo, welcome to the World Wide Web. We're gonna take you through it. So step is this by your uh, Abraham Lincoln? Is this who you think you our Lincoln needs to be? Unless you hook up your serial modem. After that, you just log online and... Yeah. Web surfing time. Yep, web surfing time with Abraham Lincoln. Oh, from you this thing I didn't think you could ever Tibbs, want. you linked the wrong video. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, damn it, Tibbs. Okay, so you guarantee this is not a Neil Cicero video. What? No, that one, that one definitely was. No, I know the last one was because I looked in the face of the boy. <laughs> I see the boy. This is this is the real one that I wanted you to see. Okay. And this is don't copy that floppy. Copy this this okay. dude wants to copy okay. this game uh, from the computer illegally. Oh no. That's that's illegal though. That's yep. copying. And oh no, what's going down? Oh. Oh Blake. Blake, no. I you right. Did I hear you saying? He's the worst. I hate him. And he's Abraham Lincoln. He's got the hat and ever. Well, if his hat was just taller. <laughs> God. Uh-oh. This, is, this has not been a great second segment, but this has been really fun for us. Okay. The boy. So we've got our Abe Lincoln, and it's this. Craig Diggs. It's David's father. <laughs> yep. So David Diggs' father, Gregory. 
is joining us as Abe Lincoln. This is the first time we've ever had a two-segment concept. And then, of course... Hi, kids! It's me, the leader of the Confederacy! <laughs> he just fucks shit up for a while. He's like, come here, I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> I'm gonna put your people into horrible work camps and prisons. It's gonna be terrible! But people gonna love this flag for a long time. And slavery. Okay, so we've got our main two actors. Who should our uh who should our booth be? Who's Booth Boy? Um Please do not look up another fucking video of Blake Tanner, I swear to God. <laughs> Can it just be on the Neil Cierga? <laughs> so this very shy dude is just like Hey guys, um I just really don't agree with a lot of what Abraham Lincoln's been doing. So, and uh, I'm just gonna kill him. I'm just gonna kill him if that's alright. Uh, no, 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 that's what it is. It's got this real, like, um, Washington on your side moment where all of his enemies come together to try to fight him, and one of them is Booth, and, like, everyone else is, like, hardcore rapping. They're just like, he freed the slaves! Ended the war! What the hell did he get voted in for? Come on, guys! Don't be shy! Gotta be a way to make him get say goodbye! And then it just... <laughs> And then it's just kind of, it cuts over to, uh, to fucking Neil, and he's like, well, I could, I could, um, I could kill him. That's an yeah, idea. That's a... Like, the whole beat drops. There's no beat anymore. It's just like, I guess, I guess I could yeah. kill this guy sure. if you want. He was born in the mountains, raised by trains. What? And now Jay Booth is gonna make him rain. Blood. But... Raised by trains, but I think this guy's going insane. I've got the gun right here. <laughs> All right, calm down, Booth. This may not be what you used to. You got two hours, son. Hold off. No, no, no. I like the idea. Everyone else is trying their best. Like he's clearly overreacting. They just wanted to get him out of office, and he's just like, "No, I'm gonna murder him in cold blood." All right, man. Let's calm down. <laughs> Now hold up. Hold He may have beaten the Confederacy, but that don't mean murder, man. He may have beaten the Confederacy, but what you said is just damn crazy. I'm Yellow Dinosaur. I'll leave the Confederacy. Oh no, now they're taking me away. Oh man, who's our Robert E. Lee? We gotta have a cool Robert E. Lee. Um... Oh, man. I know he's not a musical kind of guy, but Sam Elliott immediately springs to mind. He does- ooh, that would be a good- Oh, man, I just still love this scene where the fucking yellow dinosaur is trying his best to conv convince Neil Cicerega not to kill Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> through ooh. the power of rap song. Hey, Neil Cicerega, if this ever gets out to you, you want to make a musical about killing Abraham Lincoln? It's, uh, inspired by Jimmy Buffett music with a rapping yellow dinosaur. Now, do you know who I'd want to be Ulysses S. Grant? Alright. That would 100% be Nick Offerman. My favorite part about this is the scene where he has to rap. <laughs> My name is Ulysses S. Grant, and I'm here to say I beat the Confederacy in a major way. That's, uh... And then just stares at the fucking, like, <laughs> st out of the stage for a very lengthy amount of time. That's all I was contracted to say. This is all I have to say. Now give me my money. They told me this was They told me this was written and directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Who the fuck lied? This One of is, you are liars. This is not him. He is not even in the building. He refuses to answer my texts. I told him I was coming to rehearsal, and he said, For what? And then I said, <laughs> You're Abraham Lincoln musical with a giant yellow dinosaur! And he was like, I'm sorry, what is that? No, I like that. Okay, whoa, Blake. I just figured out how we could turn this into a real show. 
Oh, yeah? What we've been coming up with is the framework for the actual show, which is a murder mystery about who kills the actor playing Robert E. Lee. So we don't really need anyone cool to play Robert E. Lee because they're dead. Dead. So, in the fiction of this universe, of the actual show we're doing, they're making a musical about Abraham Lincoln's life. Yeah, it's like a parody of Hamilton. That's the whole running gag of it. Yeah. Is like, oh, we're making a Hamilton parody. Oh no, one of our actors got killed. I swear to God it wasn't me. Listen to me right now. I know I own a lot of knives and a few guns. But, uh, didn't kill him, I swear. And yes, that was definitely one of my knives used to kill him. No doubt. I am aware I am covered with blood, but it is not me. It is, as a matter of fact, my own blood. This is my own blood. I am on a man period. When you're as much of a man as me... Sometimes a little bit of it has to come out. It's usually after I fight bears. After I fought a bear. The bear is now dead. That's You know what? That would have been a better alibi. I mean, actually, what happened. That that does That is more plausible for my character arc as it is right now. I'm yeah. sorry. And then it gets to the end, and guess what? Who fucking did it? It was me! It was me! I killed that man in cold B-L-O-O-B-L-O-O-D! He was a tricky person! He was a tricky person! I saw him trying to touch kids! Wait a minute! And then it's like the investigators are trying to like handcuff him and stuff. He said, no, he was tricky! Oh, tricky kid. Oh, why didn't you say that from the beginning? That's fine. Wait, I've got an even better twist. Mm -hmm. He's locked up, and I don't know why it's now this Scooby Doo ending where it's like, "Who was the yellow dinosaur all along?" Whoosh pulls off mask. Who is it? Lynn Lynn Manuel. Fucking Manuel Miranda trying to stop the parody of Hamilton we're coming out with. I knew you were going to say that. Ends with a rap all about how bad our show was. Like, he's on stage just like, my name is Alexander Hamilton. Everyone's booing him because he's killed. But also, they're like, I do kind of want to hear a live performance of Alexander Hamilton from him, but it's it's fine, I guess. Oh, yeah, I mean, listen, we'll cut you a deal. If you want to get out of jail, you're going to have to sing a live performance of Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> oh, I like it even <laughs> Yellow Dinosaur. <laughs> My name is Yellow Dinosaur. <laughs> and there's a million tricky guys I haven't got, but just you wait. Just you. Oh, um, <laughs> we got a real. I think we got something on our hands, gentlemen of the jury. I'm curious. Bear with me. Are you aware I'm a giant yellow fucking dinosaur? <laughs> I catch tricky people for a living, and all I do is keep giving and giving. The. I'm a yellow fucking dinosaur. I only hope that I score all these tricky people. They wanted to catch 50 tricky people before the month was up. The the sergeant stopped after catching 10. The lieutenant was shot after after catching 21. Yellow dinosaur caught the other 75. Okay, so now it's just a Hamilton remake with Yellow Dinosaur, Pedo Hunter. That's the second half of the show, anyway. That is just the whole second half of this show. Oh my god, Yellow fucking Dinosaur. Well, (laughs) Yellow Dinosaur is going on a shirt, Blake, and if you want to get that shirt, go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Motherfucker, I can't go. Like, I can't after that segment. That was one of those classic, uh, what do they call it? Dumb segments? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was one of those classic, let them go and see what happens moments. In the, 
Oh, it's like we dove into this big pile of shit and we came out. I like that idea. I want to one day do an episode where all we do is we start with one subject and the rest of the show is just us segueing and like branching off of that first thing into a second thing, into a third thing, into a fourth thing. No cuts, nothing. And by the end, just being like, what the fuck did we start the show with? What was happening? It is a it is a tree search. It's like it's a tree with many branches as we just tangent off and tangent off until it all dies off. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, welcome to the tangent show. Oh tangent man, tangent boys, tangent boys. So I, I guess we do need to go off, and I, this has kind of become like a '90s themed show with all the weird 90s shit so i guess that just leads into what we wanted to talk about for segment three which of course is family films for families what was it? no feature films for families family families for families feature family films for films Fe- family features for films feature 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 it's feature just feature. a bunch of films hanging out looking at some families in a zoo <laughs> films films god so scotty do you remember feature films for families no i don't like i have no idea what this is the only i just remember the movies like my grandmother at some point in time had signed up for was there something other than movies because it is in fact called feature films for families i doubt one day they were like and also meat sauce motherfucker (laughs) my grandmother got a lot of weird shit my grandmother got PlayStation 1 demo discs in the mail because she loved to sign up for random shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played so many video games because she got them in the mail. I ate so many feature family for films meat sauce, brand meat sauce. At some point, they just started sending in frozen dinners. And they were all melted. Blake, that's not how... That's not how frozen... It's not like you pull a steak out of the freezer, and then when it melts, you just find a puddle of beef. Oh, no, you had to you had to freeze them yourself. Yeah. But no, feature films for families, you'd sign up for... It was like an archaic, an archaic subscription service. Okay. Like, you would sign up for their mail list, and they would send you random movies. This Holy is back shit. in the day of, like, the late 90s and the early aughts. Now, see, I remember stuff like that, but it was for, like, CDs of bands I actually knew. Like, I signed up for one, and I think I got the first four albums by Motley Crue through that, but I don't remember one sending random movies that I did not know existed. Oh, yeah. I mean, now, if I start naming some of these, oh, you know they existed. Okay, try me, bitch. All right, some of their original works. Um, now this is a good one. The Seventh Brother. The Seventh Brother. They didn't stop at six. They were like, yep. let's just keep pumping it. It's out. about a puppy that was adopted by a family of bunny rabbits. Oh, that's so fucking cute. And the puppy becomes the aforementioned Seventh Brother. I thought it was going to be about, like, a reverse Henry VIII. Was it Henry VIII who wanted a son so bad he fucked up all those women? Oh, yes, it yeah, was. it's a reverse that situation where all he wants is a daughter, and, the, the, and then the seventh brother comes out, and he's like, you're not a girl, and he's like, but I can be. And it's all teaching about, like, the importance of trans awareness in America. Um... So, there's that. <laughs> You're like, I am not touching that. Also, this came out in the 90s, so you know that's not what it would be about. Oh, and most of their original production movies did come out in the 80s and 90s. God bless them. Yep, there's there's no more baths. Did you ever what? see that one? What the, what, no more baths? Ten-year-old Keegan... Being his brother's keeper is a way of life. After his parents teach him the value of helping others, he watches out for his aging neighbor, Jake. When Jake gets in the way of a greedy land developer, government officials are content to push him aside, but they don't anticipate Keegan rallying all the children of the town to not take baths until his house is saved. What fucking good would that do, Keegan? Just like, this place gonna stank of baby sweat. 
It worked. Well, okay. <laughs> now this one I know you know. And that's the Buttercream Gang. Yes, I do. I know that because I looked up feature films for families when you first brought it up. And I was like, let me look that up. Also, by the way, can that last film, No More Baths, also be called Stinky Gandhi? Because that's all it is. It's just Stinky Gandhi, the film. It is... I think that it is more related to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Because he used... he MLK used um, Gandhi's style of passive protest. Yeah, but Stinky Gandhi's funnier to say. Stinky Gandhi is funnier to say. I don't want to say Stinky MLK. Stinky MLK. That would be pretty bad. I just love this concept of Gandhi being like, I will not eat until the war is over. And then two days later, this sucks. I will not bathe until the war is over. Much easier. And then begins the tale of Stinky Gandhi. There's one called Behind the Waterfall. Okay. After this kid's Wait, uh, hold on. father... Wait, We cannot glance over Buttercream Gang. Oh, yeah, the Buttercream Gang. Wonderful movie. That I haven't seen in over 12 years. What's it years. about? Scott P. Elvin and Lenny share fun and friendship as the Buttercream Gang in the small town of Elkridge. The group is temporarily separated when Pete moves to Chicago for the school year and falls under the influence of a local gang. When he returns to Elkridge unexpectedly, his friends notice he has changed for the worse. As Pete struggles with making poor choices, old friendships are challenged, and boys learn the true meaning of unconditional love. Oh, God. So Buttercream Gang is like, these kids are real fast friends, and they're real good buds. One of them goes off and becomes like a greaser and a ne'er-do-well. Is the is the friend group at home called the Buttercream oh, Gang? Oh, yes. Oh, thank God, because I thought the Greaser Gang was called the Buttercream Gang, which is the least intimidating name if you're trying to get money out of somebody. Give us your money, pussy. We're the Buttercream Gang. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the Buttercreams. We are a whipped spread of violence coming towards you. This is where... um. One of my most, the most memorable lines from a feature film for family comes, and um, it's when one of the other kids that's still part of the Buttercream Gang talks to old fucking Greaser Pete, and he says, I don't want an eye for an eye, because earlier in the movie, his wise uncle or some shit said, an eye for an eye makes the world blind. Yeah. And so he was just like, I don't want an eye for an eye. Okay, but behind the uh, behind the waterfall is one of my favorites because it's got leprechauns in it. Oh fuck yes, dude. Um, kind of. After oh the recent, okay. <laughs> after the recent death of his father, Tommy and his teenage sister Becky are sent to visit their aunt in Erinville for the summer. Their adventure begins when Tommy and his cousin Alex meet Mister O'Connors, uh, who teaches them to look at the world in a different way. With the help of Mr. Connors, Tommy and Becky begin to understand that how they look at the world will determine if they're able to move on with their lives. There's like a magical flute and a waterfall, and Mr. Connors is a very Irish man. I thought you were going to say that Mr. Connors is a very tricky person. <laughs> tricky, tricky. He is probably a leprechaun. <laughs> More than likely. That's kind of what they'd lead you to believe. Is that homeboy's a leprechaun? Like a tall one? Oh, yeah. Like tall leprechaun. And this is the other one that I watched a bunch in elementary school. Because I've seen all of these movies at least once in elementary school. I have never heard of these. This is astounding. They, I've seen many of these movies many times. And none of them were of my own choosing. Yeah. This one is called Rigoletto. Okay. This is my favorite Steely Dan song. <laughs> yep. A mysterious old mansion on the hill has a new occupant, a disfigured recluse named Ribaldi, and the townspeople are afraid of him. Young Bonnie is nervous at first when she goes to work at his mansion, but she soon discovers that he is a musical genius with a beautiful singing voice. As he teaches Bonnie to sing, her kindness melts the ice around his heart to reveal the goodness that has been hidden. And that he's a real tricky person! He's a tr- I was thinking, this sounds like Beauty and the Beast for pedophiles. 
Yep. Um, he teaches her to sing real good, and you realize halfway through the movie that he takes other people's, like, pain upon himself, and it reflects as it further physical disfigurement. Oh, no. That poor boy. See, I I didn't watch shit like this as a kid. Like, we always just kind of watch, like, old Disney VHSs and, oh, shit, have we ever talked about the Gumby conspiracy? What? (laughs) Okay. This may be just childlike shit going wrong. But this is, I am the only person who this has happened to, but I swear to God, I think my cousin agreed with me once. The Gumby movie on VHS. We watched it. We bought it, brought it home, watched it. Said, that was a great movie. Grabbed the remote, rewound it to the beginning, watched it again later. Totally fucking different movie. Not the same movie at all. We traced the VHS for maybe it was after, maybe it was before. No, a different movie. The entire VHS shifted and changed. So you are telling me that this is just a... What is it called? It's a, it's a one-time experience movie. You, It is a... It's cinema permadeath. You only get to see it once. Unless you so, do what I did, which was buy another VHS copy. Same shit happened! You're telling me that you had a double Mandela effect. Wait, what? Yeah. You know what the Mandela effect is, right? Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. You yeah. Th- you think you remember something, but you don't. Yeah, and the explanation for it is that you shifted from one universe where that was normal and to the other one where... It's Berenstain Bears and not Berenstain Bears. So you're saying as a child, I traveled between dimensions and the only change was what the Gumby movie consisted of. Exactly. Wait, what if it's a portal? What if rewinding the Gumby movie on DVD is a portal to another dimension? That the only difference is a different Gumby movie. That's it, that's the only (laughs) difference. So... What happens to the other you? The other me is now dead. Oh, thank God. No, the other you has switched universes because at the same time, he must have been watching the Gumby movie. Blake, I'm not going to lie. I was truly, and this is not a lie, fucking terrified that I was about to look up the Gumby movie and find nothing. Like, it actually has never existed. Gumby the movie is not real. (laughs) Let me go to this Wikipedia page and just be like, huh. Anything in here about not the same movie at all? Oh, it says here under production, um, production of the VHS seemed to have been very expensive because of a, um, interdimensional device placed within each, the most expensive VHS release ever. Okay, that explains things. Oh, yeah, well, it says that there only happened in two VHSs. Only in two? Wait a minute, that's even weirder, because that means I switched... Blake! I'm fine! I thought I swapped to the wrong dimension, but I swapped back! Oh, you swapped to the original! My next Gumby adventure was the next Gumby adventure home! (laughs) (laughs) Gumby leap! Gumby leap! Yes! That's it! That's it! We, I leaped home. I leaped back to where I belonged. Thanks to Gumby. Thanks to Gumby. I mean, you leaped out in the first place thanks to Gumby, so thanks, yeah. Gumby. Gumby, he teaches you. Hold on, dude. I'm about to look up Gumby the movie on fucking VHS. Um, and just see, can I buy this? Can I buy a copy of this on eBay for $4? See, the only problem I have with testing this theory now is the fact that A, I would have to buy a VHS player and a VHS copy of Gumby on eBay, and I just don't want to do that much work. That's Um, a lot of work for potentially, like, switching universes again. mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, like, I leave and I'm like, alright, time to do a load of B... What's a load of BS? BS. I've 
I don't know. No, but I remember it, but it... But I I'll don't. just have to call Blake and... Bl Blake? Blake? I thought my best friend's name was Blake... Kevin. Let me Kevin. call Kevin. Where's... Hey, Kevin, what's... Kevin, what's up? No... Yeah, not much, dude. As it's swinging. I look down, I'm jacked as shit. I'm like, what the f... What? Where am I? Where am I? Next to me is a beautiful woman. I'm like... I mean, I miss Blake, but... This seems pretty fucking sweet. Awesome. And then she's just like, I bought us a free copy of the Gumby movie on VHS. You want to watch it? You told me it was your favorite movie as a kid. No! And she puts it in and then I come back. <laughs> oh, and then that was the, hey buddy, what happened? We were just recording oh. and you kind of spaced out for a second. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I'm not really, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Yeah, uh, you were really confused, and you said you needed to play the Gumby movie. Yeah, it was very strange. Did you ever watch, like, those movies in high, like in middle school and high school where you would have the kid who's just like, I don't like history. History sucks. And then they go to the library. Where... Oh, yeah, we called them the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went to the library, and the librarian, who, uh, it was a real, real spooky guy, was just like... <laughs> He was just like, oh, you don't like history. You need to read this book. And then he would open it up, and they would go back to a time in history. Yeah, the problem with mine is the fact that the only one of those I ever fucking watched was the one about slavery. That always made me feel awkward. Watching movies that specifically involve, like, slavery in a basically all-white school felt very awkward for me. Oh, no, like, we weren't at all-wide school, so it was kind of fun, but my favorite was, uh, there was, uh, the, the slave runner walks up to the guy who got sent back, which, by the way, sent a black kid back. Awesome work, librarian! Awesome work picking the black kid to go back to that time! Ooh. There is a, um, there is a movie on feature films for family called Brother Future, Oh, man, that's my favorite Spike Lee film. Yep, TJ is a streetwise teenager who thinks only of himself. He puts little value in education and often skips out on high school classes. While running from the police, he's hit by a car and wakes up as a slave on an 1820s plantation. Motherfucking what? He yeah. quickly learns the value of education and the freedom he once took for granted. The biggest, the thing that made us laugh the hardest in that movie which is hard to say about a slavery time travel movie, is the fact that when he first meets the slave runner, he makes fun of him. So he's like, yes, Amasa. How are you, Amasa? Like, clearly taking the shit. And our whole class died at once laughing at that. We were like, it was our first introduction to that kind of humor, and we're like, that dude's Dang. the best! I've, in um, Hangouts, I sent a link to... The picture for Brother Future, and you just need to see this art. Alright, let me just see. Brother Future. <laughs> is that LeVar fucking Burton? <laughs> that is LeVar Burton. It genuinely looks like the fucking, like, from the glasses to everything. It looks like Star Trek. Like, it's great. I do. It was F Phil Lewis. No, it's LeVar Burton. Phil Lewis, who went on to play Mr. Mosby on the Disney Channel series The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh, shit! We've done it! We cracked the code! Brother Future became a hotel owner. Alright, so Blake Tanner, it's been an episode, my boy. What did you learn this week? I learned a lot this week, but I think... My favorite thing was, um, the best way to kick a man out of ketosis and straight into the stratosphere is to put a bloomin' onion in front of his face. And I learned that that was fucking Neil Cicerega! You can't tell me otherwise! <laughs> it was Neil! I knew Ooh. it, I learned it, I am it! That's uh, because I'm Neil. Yeah, we are all We're all Neil. Neil! Oh, and apparently Salty Frank learned... That the salute you do for the American flag was originally very close to the Nazi salute. So it's not something that he learned from our show. It's just something Frank learned in general today. That's fair. I'll give them that. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, 
Yellow Dino's coming for the Nazis next. I'm coming for you, Nazis! Let's go! It's now getting close to Paul Stanley. <laughs> it's pretty close. All right, thank you, everyone. That's right. Where can they find you on the internet before you leave, Blake? At Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter, and you can find me on the YouTube at the Darkroom Vidya. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. Not anything new from them recently. We are doing stuff, but it takes a while because BJ is a lazy editor. <laughs> All right, and you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And make sure to go to Amazon and pick up all of my books, the Queasel Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Just look up Scotty Moore, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O-O-R-E on Amazon, and you'll find them all. And then if you want to pick up uh, a free 30-day trial of Audible, you can get the first two books in the Queasel Corp Trilogy. It's narrated by me. And the BS versus the God ones, God's one should be out soon, as soon as my voice clears up so I can finish it out. So yeah, that's check that out, ladies and gentlemen, and check out the other BS Network programs online at a load of purebs.com from fun fiction, opposite attractions, fight boys. We got a lot of shows. We're probably gonna add some more in the future. So make sure to join this growing community over at a load of purebs.com. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to comment down below about who would you cast in this shitty Hamilton Lincoln dinosaur movie? G give us your ideas on that. Uh, rate, subscribe, do all that. If you're on iTunes, uh, leave us a rating, a review. That means so much to hear like what you guys have to say about the show. So make sure you guys do that. And as always, you can find us at a load of purebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, donate to the Patreon, and remember you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week! <laughs>